With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. This is Friday, November 20th. If you're still asleep, I thought maybe I would bring it to your attention. This is Sherelle Perkins, Senior Leader at Overflowing Life Family Worship Center. So glad you decided to join me this morning. This morning, we are going to believe God, trust in the Lord with all our heart, lean not to our own understanding, in all our ways acknowledge him, knowing that he will direct our path. I believe um, God is still in the transitioning business right now. We have members that are finding new places to live, new jobs, new identities, new directions. So we want to make sure that we keep this season covered as we press to get into position to be there where God is. The scripture says it was there that God commanded the blessing. There are times in our journey that we fall short of the blessing because we never get there. Let me give you an example. Joseph. Joseph, when he was a little boy, he had a dream. In this dream, he was blessed beyond measure, and his brothers and parents bowed to him. Many people say that Joseph was just arrogant in sharing. I don't think Joseph was arrogant. I think he was just a little boy. I think that he was a little naive. Sometimes we get excited about what God is doing in us. And we forget that some of our siblings, natural or spiritual, can harbor a little jealousy, often directed at us, but sometimes people are insecure in who they are. And they project their insecurity onto you. I believe Joseph was targeted by his siblings, which is often the case when God chooses someone in the family. The favor of the Lord, people say it and fair. But I believe favor was purchased by the blood of Jesus. And it's more than fair because it comes with a price. To whom much is given, much is required. 
But let's get back to the story of Joseph. He had a dream. He shared that dream. His parents kind of rebuked him a little bit, and his brothers got angry. As he grew, the brothers devised a scheme to destroy his life. Get rid of him. Get rid of this little bragging brat. He's only a half-brother anyway. Of course, all of them were kind of that way, but he was targeted because of his father's love for him. A lot of things. So they sold him into slavery. The point I'm making is at every point along the journey from having siblings that reject you to being put in prison, falsely accused, Anywhere along the way, Joseph could have said, hey, wait a minute, I'm done. I'm not going to any more of this persecution. God, forget this. You can have it. Forget about the dream." I don't even care if I ever see them people anymore. But because Joseph didn't quit, when it was time, God was there. And everything that had been promised to Joseph was fulfilled. It was only until the dream actually came true that Joseph began to weep because he realized that he was born to save his people. That everything that he had suffered was so that he would be at the place that God ordained. So that his family, his children, his children's children, and even us today, we reap the benefit of Joseph's obedience. Sadly, my friend, we also reap the consequences of people's disobedience until we get involved with Holy Spirit and allow Holy Spirit to cause all things to work together for our good. The consequences of disobedience shows up in our life. Now, if we don't allow Holy Spirit to retrain us, teach us, and reposition us, not only do we reap the consequences of past bad decisions, we continue the cycle and the generations that follow us continue in our unbroken path of destruction and disobedience. But I'm excited this morning 
Because when we begin to press into position, we don't just change our position. The shifts that we make have a ripple effect. The blessings that would have been withheld are released. The promises that lay dormant are reprioritized. And placed in position to be released in now, in the now moment, the devastation of prior generations, or unlocked and for a thousand generations. Our seed and our seed seed will be blessed. So this morning as we pray for one another and believe God for one another, we recognize that old strongholds are broken. Chains and feathers, fetters of the enemy are broken off. Confusion is not our portion. Poverty is not our portion. Barely getting by is not our portion. God says he makes rich and adds no sorrow to it. And yes, I am talking about tangible blessings in this life. But I'm also talking about a richness that transcends our understanding. Like a peace that passes all understanding. That's rich. To create an environment where peace floods our life, our soul. Where angels surround us, watching God, as we commune with Holy Spirit. Some of us have been in constant places of trying to figure it out. We get one thing going and something else falls apart. We get that going and something else falls apart. But now is not the time to back up. Now is the time that we lean forward. We're getting all the things that are behind us. We press toward the mark of God's high calling. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every family that's part of overflowing life. I thank you for their children, their children's children, their spouses, their friends. I thank you, Father, that you've given us a hunger and thirst after righteousness. I thank you that you have sown meekness in our heart, and we shall inhabit the earth. Thank you, Father God, for your word. 
Thank you, Abba Father. For the word that is rich among us. Thank you that you're sending and have sent apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, preachers, pastors. Father God, I thank you that you've gathered leaders to shepherd your children. Father, I thank you that they are coming out from among them. And be ye separate, says the Spirit of God. They're walking in cadence with your Holy Spirit. As they catch up. as time is redeemed. I thank you for each and every one of their lives, God. You put treasure in earthen vessels. But you allow your leaders the privilege of mining those treasures. with the tools of Holy Spirit to bring forth treasure that will glorify you. Sometimes, Daddy, you step step out of heaven as was shared last night and you find your sheep and you lead and guide them because there are no shepherds. There is no one that has your heart that cares enough to labor with those that you love. I hear you ask, Peter. You said, Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. Your greatest desire is that your sheep are fed and cared for. For you are the good shepherd. Give us your heart. And even when we see ugly, God, show us how to return love instead. For love will help us navigate the broken places, and the hidden reservoirs of treasure that cannot be seen with the naked eye. That's why we are not to judge, but we're to love. Father, let us be a church as was with the Church of Philadelphia. That brotherly love would be our portion. And God, we're not talking about the love that says (laughs) we turn a blind eye to areas of captivity. Love can be tough, but it must be love. Forgive us, Father, for allowing anger and bitterness to dwell in our hearts. Deliver us, Father from angry, bitter, murderous spirit. 
cause their Father God to be love and peace in our hearts. So love may have to be tough. It must always be given with love. Hmm. I guess it would if it's really love. Hallelujah. Father, help us know the difference. Father, I praise you and I thank you, Lord. For a people that truly does walk in your agape love. And even when there is offense, even when there is justifiable, a situation that triggers anger in our heart. We ask, Holy Spirit, that love would be the counsel. And love would be the final judge of the situation. And love would settle the matter. Father, we praise you and we thank you, Lord that your love abides in us richly. And we keep ourselves in that love and your light. And the wicked one touches us not. Father God, we praise you and we thank you. Father, we thank you for great humility. That we would be poor in spirit, humble. That we, in our humility, would be content, submitted, grateful. First to you, Father, and Holy Spirit. Recognizing those that you have given charge over us, Submitted to one another, recognizing your priorities, Father. For we shall possess the kingdom of heaven. Let that be our testimony, Father. We thank you, Father, that in this environment, your blessings flow. For we can clearly hear you, Father, and walk in your way and keep your commandments. For we are no longer wrestling with you, Father. And even when we find ourselves as this morning, we realize it's just it's 
It's just our flesh. So, Father God, I praise you and I thank you for the congregation. I thank you, Father, as they are bowed in their heart toward you. Holy Spirit, you are our teacher and our guide. There are some that the waters seem treacherous. We come alongside of them just as Jesus did, and we speak to the waters of their life. And we say, peace, be still. We thank you, Father God, that they can get to the other side in peace. We thank you for jobs that glorify you, God. We thank you for open doors. I specifically lift up the Andersons. Connie and her family. And I'm going to lift up Crystal and her family this morning. As well as Tiara and her family. We declare every need in these families are met, God. We thank you, Father God that their their cup overflows with blessings and they know exactly what to do. That they have minds that are stayed on Jesus and that there are open doors of opportunity to stabilize their family. Father God, I praise you and I thank you that as they seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, everything they need will be added to them. Father, I thank you that this morning, God, that they are able to see your hand of blessing. where they've been blinded. They're able to see your hand of blessing. Father, I pray for deliverance in areas of addiction in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father God, I pray, Father God, that needs are met emotionally, spiritually, financially. Father God, I thank you for places of repentance. For as we repent, As we experience the sorrow, arising out of knowing that our lives have offended you, God, that we will be comforted with the comfort of the Holy Spirit. even as our hearts despair and are broken over things of this world, we ask you, Father God, to comfort us. Comfort your people. 
with a comfort as only you can give. Esau sought a place of repentance, and there was none. Father, I pray for us, our local body. As we turn, even in tears, from lifestyle. that have grieved your heart, but that lifestyle that have grieved your heart. As we receive the Holy Spirit, you will cause our mourning to be turned to dancing. So, Father God, as we transition, as we lay aside every sin and every weight that does so easily be set up so that we can run the race, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, as we release the things, the dreams, the thoughts that we have hoarded. Some people, it's obvious. Others, it's internal. But it is the same spirit or emotion. When we try to find comfort outside of your spirit, it always results in an overindulgence of something. So, Father God, comfort us as we release those things that we've held on to that have been our comfort in the past, whether natural, emotional, addictions, any way in which we've hidden ourselves, comforted ourselves. We thank you for the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us into new places of revelation, new places of experimentation I'm hearing that we would just begin I got this, God. We would just begin to see life with you as a great adventure. Well, Father God, you said the meat shall inherit the earth. Father God, that we would inherit all that you have stored up for us. In patience and receptivity, we shall inherit the earth. We thank you, Father God, in obedience, Lord. Happy are we. Blessed are we who have allowed the Holy Spirit to cause our heart to be meek, as we respect you, honor you, our neighbor, as we graciously 
move about in our duties to you and to one another. As we release the harshness, the hardness, when we allow ourselves not to be easily provoked, not quick to be offended, as we learn to suffer long, Father, we thank you that we shall inherit the earth. We thank you, Father. The world gives us the idea that power is domination of others. But God, your ways are higher than our ways. You showed us a king that was a servant. A savior that was a lamb led to slaughter for our behalf. Father, I see why the world calls us foolish. But what they missed was the revolutionary that came clothed in meekness and gentleness. And we are his sheep. We are his example to a lost and dying world. In calmness, in sincerity, and in security, we take our place in the earth realm. We realize when everything is said and done, we'll still be standing. So we're not easily frustrated or intimidated. We don't have to puff ourselves up. And we don't have to impress anybody but you. For, Father, we recognize that when it's over, we'll still be standing. Clothed in your righteousness, arrayed in your splendor, armed and dangerous, even now, Father. We stand with Deuteronomy's power and Azusia power, the authority that you have ordained, Father. It has made us sure-footed, immovable, always abounding in your grace. We are confident. We are beautiful for every situation. We are the joy of the whole earth. We no longer have to compromise to be satisfied. We recognize that every need in our life is met. 
We thank you for every door that's open. We thank you for the angels that are going before us, ascending and descending, that we would indeed inherit the promises of God while we're yet in these bodies. So that as ambassadors of Jesus, as we go about our day, doors open. We don't need a witchcraft. Saying to open the doors for us. Because the doors don't open, says me. The doors open, says the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We will not be fooled, tricked, or deceived out of our inheritance. Not even with the slightest of hand, Satan. We rebuke every diabolical influence that would hinder our progressive momentum. We stand clad in the armor of Almighty God from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. We have on the helmet of salvation. We are saved. Experiencing the wholeness of God. Complete, healed. Thank you. Hallelujah. We are your workmanship, Daddy. Recreated in Christ Jesus. And for the kingdom's sake, we choose positions of offensiveness as we take over territories that the enemy has held for generations. We are on a forceful advance, and we won't take no for an answer. The meek shall inherit the earth, for in quiet confidence, we take our place in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that we hunger and thirst after righteousness. Our desire, our meat, our need is to live in your righteousness. We desire, Father, to live as your righteous seed. We desire daily, Father God, we want to do right, be right. We thank you for Holy Spirit that enables us to live a righteous life before you. We know that we have been made righteous by the blood of Jesus. But we hunger and thirst to see the manifestation 
of your righteousness in our own lives. We thank you, Father God, that we will be filled to overflowing with more than enough, Father. We thank you and we praise you, God. Father, I was once told that I didn't have the gift of mercy. And I understand that from a spiritual gift perspective. But Lord, I realize that without a heart to be merciful, No, I understand, Father, that the love of God in and of itself is filled with mercy. For mercy saw us. Mercy heard our cry. Mercy looked through time and knew that if we were to exist, if there would ever be sons, that mercy had to come to earth and deliver us, Father. Thank you for mercy. Thank you, Father God, for eyes that are open to see the pain that others are dealing with and a willingness to submit to doing what is needful. to see others set free. So we thank you, Father, for mercy, mercy in the midst of us, that the love and the compassion to concern ourselves with others more than our own comfort would be in the midst of your people. Mercy speaks to having the pain of heart that we would be able to empathize with others, move according to Holy Spirit, to bless others, and want to see others blessed. Why, God? Because when we are merciful, we will obtain mercy. We thank you, Father God for hearts that are merciful. We thank you, Daddy God, for pure hearts, not just being like the cups that are clean on the outside, but in the inside we have all kind of motives and intents. But purify the intent of our heart, God. Purify our thought life, God. 
Father, it is only through purity of heart that we shall see you. When our heart's not pure, our actions are not correct because we can't see clearly. You in the midst of our situation. Father, your word says man looks on the outward appearance. But God, you look, you see the heart. Father, we thank you for pure hearts, for minds, motives, and principles that are pure. We want more than to just do the external actions that look good. But we want a correct desire and a holy heart. Purify our motives and intents. We want to see you, God. We want to know your presence. have encounters with you, Father. Religion cleans up the outside. I'm reminded of the scripture where it says when the year that King Uzziah died, that the prophet saw the Lord high and lifted up. Often we can't see you, God, because of pomp and circumstance. Your train can't fill our temples, individually or collectively, because our eyes are still on an earthly king. one in which you never intended to rule over us. Thank you, Father God, that our Uriahs have died. And we see you high and lifted up. And your train, your glory, your manifest presence fills our temple. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We speak death to anything that's sitting on the throne of our heart that would hinder us from seeing you. And Father God, we thank you that even as men speak evil against us, your word says, blessed are those that are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Blessed are we when men revile us and persecute us and say all manner of evil against us? Father, when we are right and righteous, we thank you, Father God, to give us the strength to stand even when we're evil spoken of. For great is our reward in heaven for such as it was with the prophet. I thank you, Father, that we are the salt of the earth. And though much of your, many of your children have lost their saltiness, we ask you 
to restore, and only you can do that. Father, we experience a salt that was so rich with minerals that even in the salt, the needs of the physical body is met. And a little goes a long way. Make us salty like that, God. That we would be so filled with the salt that is needful to minister life to the body of Christ. It's amazing how the enemy has taken the term salt and made it negative in our world, knowing full well that what we shake on our food is perverted and tainted. But we don't understand That salt has always been a blessing and where the enemy has made it a curse. When it is natural and used with discipline, it provides blessing in the earth. So I thank you, Father, that the body of overflowing life is salty. And we take our position. We will not be trodden under the feet of men, for we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And the enemy is under our feet. Thank you for the glorious light that is among our congregation, that it arises and it shines. And the glory of God is our portion. I realize I've gone long this morning. Hallelujah. Um, I didn't think I had anything in me, but the scriptures are always good. Matthew 5. We thank God for the word. Is there any specific prayer request this morning? We will make time. All right. Well, Father God, I thank you for this time. And I thank you for my friend that's online. I thank you for her faithfulness, God. I thank you, Father God, that There are treasures, treasures so much so that there will not be room enough to receive it, that she would overflow with your blessing. And, Father, I believe that she does because I believe, Father, that everywhere she goes, she takes a heart to serve and love with her. I thank you, Father, that she's a blessing to the body of Christ. I thank you, Father God. I'm just hearing wherever you go, you take the blessings of God with you. Wherever your feet try. God's blessings are with you. Whatever door you choose, God's blessings go with you. And I have not seen nor ear heard nor entered into the heart of man what God has in store for you, that your latter days will be greater than your former days. And there will be a settling in your life, that the generations will call you blessed. 
and you will see the blessing of transformation reflected in your children and your children's children. That the testimony of God would rest upon your lineage, upon your family. And that God would begin to knit hearts together in ways beyond your imagination. And all that you try to do in strength of personality. God is now able to do according to his Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father God, that the cycle is broken. It's broken off my friend's life, her son's life, and her grandchildren. I thank you that the love of God is shed abroad in their heart by the Holy Spirit. And she will receive the blessing of having stood and not backed up. Even in pain of heart and pain of body, she refused to let go of the altar. Even when her heart wandered, God, there was that which remained and stood fast. So we thank you, Father, for healing of heart. In the name of Jesus. We're thankful for steadfastness in Jesus' name. So we thank you, Daddy, to bless her day, bless her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, yeah. Fill her with love overflowing, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. This is Overflowing Life Prayer Community. We're here pressing from 6.30 to 7.30. Some mornings is more of a press than others. But I declare Holy Spirit likes this hour. So it's not optional. Help me, Lord, it's not optional. There are some mornings, um, yeah, but it's not optional. Prayer is so important. And as our body continues to grow and become, we're going to need this hour more and more and the training of being here. We thank you, Father, for the technology. And as our church grows and people have prayer needs and they recognize that prayer is available for them every morning. We will have disciplined ourselves to be here. And as others join who need to learn how to pray and stand for their families, we will have disciplined ourselves to be here, to meet God here. And, our, and I am grateful, Father, that we can co-labor with you to see the transforming power of your spirit operating in our local body. So until Monday, be blessed, for you are highly favored. Join us Monday at 724-444-7444. Call ID 138-768. And I'm believing, God, that others will catch the vision and realize how important it is to gather together and pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.